God bless you today, and we just want to welcome you into the studio. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Ileana, and man, God has been doing some amazing things in this day that we are yes. living in. I'm so excited about everything that God's been revealing to us with where we're at, where we're going. And you know, with other ministers and pastors and even Christians that I've been speaking to, you can see that God is setting the stage. Yes. He's setting mm -hmm. the stage for that glorious church to arise. And man, that's exciting to me because I'm watching people that have uh, been believing for things. Those things are happening. Yes. And I've watched people that have struggled with, with things. They're getting victory now. Amen. And you know, and it's just a beautiful season that we're living in. And I'm telling you, this is the day to be serving Jesus. Amen. Yes, it is. And I, what I've seen across the, the nation, you know, our nation is, is everybody we follow, every prophet, every leader that we follow, that we look to, obviously we look to the word of God, but just people that we admire, that we look to and spiritually feel like, you know, there's somebody that we want to, um, you know, just follow is they're all saying the same thing. This is the year of the local church. And yeah. if it's the, if it's the year of the local church, we're part of the local church. That means it's our year. That means that there's things that are about to happen for us that if we just don't faint, if yeah. we just don't faint, if we just wait, and and I know people don't like to um, say we need to wait on the Lord, you know, because obviously God's waiting on us for so many <laughs> things, you know, and and when people, so a lot of times when people say, oh, I'm just waiting on the Lord, and the Lord's going, oh, no, honey, I've been waiting on you to do what you're supposed to right, do, right. but we're not talking about that kind of waiting, you know, where you're waiting on the Lord to to get you a husband, but you're not ready for a husband, you know, I'm not mm -hmm. talking about that kind of waiting, that waiting where the Word says that that if we just um, just wait, he'll give us that strength. He'll give us that that wisdom. He'll do those things if we're waiting on him and not being, um, how would I say, if we're not being pushy or we're not being distracted and we're not being complaining and we're not being complacent, oh. we're doing everything that we can. We're on purpose doing what we can to allow God to move in our lives, in the local body, in the local church, in ourselves. And we're just saying, okay, Lord, now it's your turn. We're just doing it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you just hit on something. Um, the Bible tells us, and, and if, if, if you're just joining us, you know, grab your Bible, grab a notebook, grab a pen. You want to take some notes, amen. But I was thinking of Amos chapter amen. 3, verse 7. Amen. It says that God doesn't do anything amen. unless he first reveals it to amen. his prophets. And the prophets of the land are all saying the same thing, that right now, that this is the year of the local church. Mm -hmm. Amen. God is doing something in his house. Amen. And I think that for so many people, you know, they've grown up, many people, knowing the house of God. It's where you go, you know, when people are married. It's where you go when people pass mm -hmm. away. It's mm -hmm. where you go for different celebrations, Easter, Christmas. And you have a lot of people that know the, the house of God, but they don't all know the God of the house. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like in this season, the God of the house is stepping forward and revealing himself. And he says he doesn't do anything, mm -hmm. Amos chapter 3, verse 7, unless he first reveals it to his mm -hmm. prophets. And so God is revealing things right now. And when I think about the local church and when I think about where we're standing right now, we're on the, the, the end of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. But you'll remember last year in 2020, there were three things that the Lord told mm -hmm. me he was mm -hmm. going to reveal mm -hmm. last year before any of this started happening. He said, I'm going to reveal, number one, the quality of people's relationship That's with right. him, mm -hmm. people's, the relationship they have with God. 
Number two, he said, I'm going to reveal the quality of their belief system, what they really believe. He said, and then I'm going to reveal the quality of the houses of worship that they've been attending. Mm -hmm. And you can see how that totally played out, you know, in 2020. Mm -hmm. Now, why don't we break that down? Each one of those things, what do you... What do you feel as, you know, you're looking, you're a pastor, not only are you a pastor, but you um, pastor other pastors, but what do you see, what do you see has happened in this past year? Um, I, for me, one of those things that you talk about is the, the people's belief system. Mm -hmm. well, that, that has been a really big thing for me. That to, how, how it, It's difficult for me to put into words how your your you see a body of Christ, you see the body of, you know, just the people mm -hmm. coming into this place to where in our reality, this has really been the first time that a lot of us, I mean, we were born in 1970, have experienced, even those people born before us have never experienced something like what's been happening yeah, in the last nothing. 20, 20, nothing like that. Maybe in other countries, but in America, no. You know, in the 19, um, it's the early 1900s, uh, when the Spanish flu came out and all those things came out, it wasn't like it is now because they didn't have the whole mask mandate, everything shutting down. They didn't do all of those things. It's completely different. Now you have social media, you have all these news outlets, you have all this stuff driving fear, I believe, mm -hmm. you know, in into everybody. And fear has crept into the local body. And fear has crept into people. It's been uh, amazing, not amazing, I won't say amazing, it's just been different to see a person that was so on fire for God and mm -hmm. so uh, um, just, you, you, would, you honestly would think resolved in their walk with God and who God is and faith and, and strong in the Lord get so moved. Why do you think that is? I think that it, it's one thing for you to believing in something and it's never been tested in your life. Mm. It's mm -hmm. a whole nother thing to have it tested because once something is tested, it reveals the quality mm -hmm. and the strength mm -hmm. of, of that belief. And I always say this, faith that isn't tested is weak faith. And so it's easy to believe the Lord for healing if you've always been healthy. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. find out how much you believe mm -hmm. that when your body is attacked mm -hmm. with sickness. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy to believe the Lord for protection when you've never been in a position to where you've needed that protection. And, and then all of a sudden you discover how much you believe that he's there to watch out for you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that a lot of um, things were revealed this last year because God was, was things were happening and God was using that situation to reveal where people stood. So that way they can make adjustments and, yes. and, 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 and strengthen those areas maybe that they discovered were not yes. as strong as they thought they were. I love that. You said they, those things came, it surfaced, and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. God loves us so much. He loves the local church. He loves us. Things come up so we can make an adjustment. And there's certain things that you make an adjustment for better, and there's certain time, certain things I feel like people made an adjustment, adjustment and they stepped back. Yeah. You've seen a lot of people you, that yeah. used to quote scripture. They'd always be telling their friends, well, what does the Bible say? Well, what does the Bible say? And then You've seen fear grip so many people to where now they're not telling their family or their coworkers what does the Bible say because they're doing exactly what their the friends and their coworkers are the doing. They're afraid. The they're afraid. And, and, you know, with this being the year of the local church, it's like 
I don't know why anybody would be afraid of being in the house of God with the God of the house. The only way that, that I can see somebody being afraid of the house of God is that you don't understand the power and the might mm. of God. He's so amazing. I mean, I think about when this stuff happened, there are definitely legitimate reasons why oh, some yes. people are not allowed to be in crowds and things. And, and we respect and we honor that. We're not talking that. about that. I'm talking about you just are allowing fear to be the reason why mm -hmm. you've changed your devotion, why you've changed, you know, what you do, where you do it, how you do it. Uh, if fear is a part of any of that equation, then you're an heir mm -hmm. and, and you're leaving yourself open for the enemy to do things to you because it's kind of like with the, you know, with Job, you know, Job went through so many things. Um, his, his health failed, his children died. I mean, man, lost all of his wealth. And it looks like God brought that on him, but that is not the case. Mm -hmm. He opened the door. He had a hedge of protection around him, but he opened the door and he opened it to fear. And this is what Job said. He said, that which I have feared has come, come upon, upon me. me. And so you have people that they fear stuff. And it's amazing how fear, man, fear can kill you. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I remember talking to my, my son-in-law, you know, he's in law enforcement. And he mentioned one time that there was this officer that got shot a few times and the guy lived. I mean, he got shot several places and the guy lived, but then there was another officer that got like grazed in the arm and the guy died. Mm -hmm. And it was all because of fear. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that it's important for us to, to recognize the, the value of the house of God. And the Bible says the righteous run into it and they are safe. Mm. Well, this last year, they didn't have a chance to run into it. Yeah. They, you know, a lot of people were taken, the choice was taken away, you know. Uh, some churches shut down completely. We know ours did. Ours did for a few months. We had to, uh, you know, figure out some things. What's happening? What's happening in this community? What's happening? Wait a minute. Oh, no, this is more political than it is what it what it is. So we opened back up, you know. But some people out there, they did, they did their churches didn't open back up. Their um, churches didn't, they didn't have the opportunity to go to church where their countries were, I mean, uh, countries are, because other people from uh, different countries watch this. And so they, they, I believe that they get into this place to where just stay online, just stay mm -hmm. and forget the importance of the local church. If yeah. you can be in church, you need to be in church. You need yeah. to be in church. If you can't be in church for whatever reasons, wherever you live, make sure that you're joining in on a local church. Make sure that you're watching services online. Make sure that not only are you watching services, but you're engaging in those services and that you're sowing, that you're giving because your giving is a covenant connector. Your giving is saying, not only am I connected to the local body, but where my treasure is, there will my heart be also. If you're not giving, uh, giving up uh, of your finances and you're not uh, sowing a seed, and if you're not giving back the tithe, not paying, you're not paying it, you're giving back the tithe to the, to the Lord, to your local church, you know, your tithe doesn't go to the televangelist. Your tithe doesn't go to uh, a person that is, is um, not your pastor. Your tithe goes to your local church. If you don't have a local church, you need to find a local church. That is important for not only your growth, but your family's growth. I know for us, the local church, our children grew up in the yeah. local church. Our children were in children's church. They were in youth group. They became youth leaders. They became yeah. children's leaders. 
You know what? Because we always put the importance yeah. of the local church yeah. on them. Well, everything good that's happened in our lives yes. happened in yes. the house of Absolutely. God. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's where our God healed our marriage. That's where yes. we got saved. That's where we got baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's where I got delivered from drugs and alcohol. That's the truth. I mean, it's where, you know, we found our life. We found who we are. That's right. It happened in the local church. And, you know, and I think that what people don't understand is that there is power in the gathering. Mm. You know, there, it's, it's amazing that I can worship God by myself in my home, in my car, wherever I'm at, I can have an encounter with God. But there's something about being in the local church around other be uh, mm -hmm. believers, other brothers and sisters, man, when you come together corporately to worship the Lord, there is a power that shows yes. up there that cannot be replicated anywhere else but in that gathering. And you know, God recently told me something. He said, there is no substitute, he said, for the gathering. Mm -hmm. He says, for my house. Mm -hmm. And when he spoke that to me, it just really kind of grabbed my heart because uh, again, I see the hour that we're in. And you know, what blesses me, you see people again, that uh, their value system of God, the relationship with him, I'd rather die than be without God. I know what life was without him and I wouldn't want to live without him. I, I, I was not a good person. I was suicidal when uh, he found me. And we've had people that, man, they, they, they exercise their faith in what God's word says. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a 102 year old uh, uh, lady in our church that continue to go to church and, you know, some people might say, well, you know, wasn't she afraid of COVID? No, but she got it and she kicked it and she kept going. Mm -hmm. She didn't skip a beat with, with church. Why? Because she had more faith in the God of the house than she had in that virus's ability to mm -hmm. do something to mm -hmm. her. But one of the things that I noticed in this last year is that the Lord really started causing people to reach for him and to reach mm -hmm. for his house because, man, we have so many folks that have been joining yes. our church lately. You know, we were talking about that right before we started filming this episode about how, man, we had one lady on Sunday. She was like, I found my tribe. She's mm -hmm. like, this is the church I've been looking for for two years. Mm -hmm. and, and she called the church immediately. Man, she's going through partnership right now. She barely attended her second service on Sunday. Wow. You know, and then we have another lady uh, that one of our assistants just told me that she called the church and said, my, my a family member of mine goes to your church. I came down and visited. I went to your service one time and now I'm moving to your city oh, so wow. that I could be a part of that church. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, that right there, people like that, when you have that kind of desire and passion driving you, you're gonna get more out of that house than folks that going to church is optional. Mm. Because when it's optional, it's because there's a lack of value. Mm -hmm. For us, we have to be there. I mm -hmm. mean, even when we go on vacation, it's like, and we're off on a Sunday, we feel guilty if we're not in church. I almost mm -hmm. feel like we're backsliding because mm -hmm. it's such a part of our lifestyle being mm -hmm. in the house of God. And so I think it's important for folks to understand that in the house of God, you're going to receive the word of the Lord and mm -hmm. the word of the Lord is going to help you tremendously because mm -hmm. the word of the Lord is powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll, I know a lot of times people are like, well, I'll just go to church online. We know, you know, we've heard it all. You know, you don't need church. You don't you don't need church, you know, to be a good Christian. I'm a good person. You don't need church. But yet, you know, when you need somebody to pray for you, you need that body. When you need a pastor to come 
you know, minister to you, when you need uh, to get married, when you need uh, to get buried, all those things you need from the local church. Yeah. And it shouldn't be there just when you need it. It should be your lifestyle. It should be something that, that you want to do, something that you're... Um, it's, it's your desire to be in the, you know, that, that song, we've been singing that song, and I know the Lord told you about that song, just to be singing it as much as we can, is um, one day in his courts uh, is better than a thousand elsewhere, and we've been singing that all the time. And we've been watching people come back that were part of the local body that hadn't been coming, and then all of a sudden they're coming back Amen. because we've been confessing that people um, come back to the house of God because Last year, you know, with everything that happened, and for the Lord to say this year is, a is a, the um, the year of the local church, yeah. you could understand why last year the enemy fought so hard against the local church. And we cannot um, be uh, conditioned to it being okay not being part of a local body. And it, the worst thing is, is that if you were already before last oh, year, yeah, you if you already were, you know, I'm seeing two things, people that were already used to not going to church, mm -hmm. two things, either they're just, just never going to go back to church no. or they got that. They found out the importance when it wasn't there. And now no. all of a sudden are back. They weren't faithful in 2019, 2020, but now 2021, they're like, oh no, that is never happening to mm -hmm. me again. I've seen that too. Because Jesus is coming soon and everybody feels it and senses mm -hmm. that the rapture of the church is coming. And the Lord knows that this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. COVID was just the beginning of things that are coming. The Bible, Jesus said oh, yes. in Matthew 24, he said, hey, there's going to be famines and pestilence and earthquake in various places. There's going to be wars, rumors of wars, all the things that are happening right now mm -hmm. and mass deception. Mm -hmm. He mentions mass deception in, mm -hmm. uh, in Matthew 24. But he says this, he says within there, he says, this is just the beginning of sorrows. Mm -hmm. So this is just the beginning. And it's like, God's house is like that ark that saved, you know, Noah yes. and his family. It's like mm -hmm. the house of God is that ark of safety. It's that high tower that you run into and you're safe. And you're going to find the word of the Lord. John mm -hmm. 17, 17 says, sanctify them by thy I'll truth, O Lord. Thy word is truth. truth. You're going to find the word of the Lord. And right now, God is being very specific in what he's telling the body of Christ through Amen, his ministers. And if you will go over to Ephesians oh. chapter 4. Let me, read, let me read John 17, 17. It says, sanctify them, through, um, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. You just said it, but I just wanted to read it. And you wanted me to go to where? Ephesians. Ephesians? Yeah. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Because I want to say this, you guys. I mean, God is speaking, amen. Remember what we said in Amos 3, 7. God doesn't do anything unless he reveals it to his prophets. And so right now God is speaking to his men and his women, especially in the local church. And you want to make sure that you're receiving that word of the Lord because that word is what you are going to be able to establish your faith on. Mm. Amen. Because mm -hmm. God works with his word. Amen. Uh, look, at verse, uh, look at verse 8 real quick, Eliana. It says... Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. He gave gifts, listen, unto men. Now, what gifts did he give us? He's, he's not, this is after salvation, you know. What did he give with salvation? He gave gifts unto men. Well, you go down a couple verses, down to verse 11 and verse 12. Uh, go to verse 11. It mentions what the gifts are. It says... 
And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors, that's me, and teachers. All right, so check this out. So he gave the, the fivefold ministry is in the local church to help the people, amen? And he talks about now in verse 12, he talks about the purpose for those gifts being in his house. So available to his, to his sons and his daughters, could you read verse 11, I mean, verse 12, and let's see what the what those gifts were given for the people. For the perfecting of the saints. That's number one, to help perfect that which concerns you. For the work of the ministry. Number two, God has a work for every one mm. of us to do. Amen. That's There's right. no that's unemployment right. line in the family of God. Amen. You need to value the local church because that's where God can develop your gift and use you in ways that are greater than any way that you can be used by yourself. Amen. Mm -hmm. We do much better when we work together. Amen. Mm -hmm. So for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. And for the edifying of the body of Christ. Because when we come together in the gathering, there's power. The Bible says two are better than one. Amen. Because when we come together, one puts a thousand to flight, two put 10,000. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a compounded anointing that's available. Amen. When we gather. And that's why Satan worked so hard last year to shut people mm -hmm. down from being able to gather mm -hmm. in the church. Because in the church is where you find everything that you need. Let me tell you what to edify means. It means to instruct, mm. to improve, especially in moral and religious knowledge. It means to uplift. It means mm. to enlighten. It means, it means to inform. It means to build. It means to establish. So he That's gave good. us these different gifts so that we can be built up, so that we can be uplifted, so that we can be enlightened, so that we can be informed, so that we can be build, build it up in every area to, so that we could be established. Mm -hmm. Now, he, this is the word is saying that those things are a gift. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but have you ever given a gift to somebody and then they didn't use it? Mm -hmm. You ever given somebody a gift, they didn't use it, and they said, oh, they loved it, and it was such a good gift, and then they never used it? You're like, why didn't you use it? Mm -hmm. I know for me, like, I've given gifts away, give somebody a gift, and, man, they use it all the time. And it just makes me feel so happy that, oh, my gosh, they really like yeah. this gift. So when you have a gift... And somebody's given it to you and you're using it all the time. You're very thankful to the person that has given it to you. And so for me to say, you know what, God, you've given me this gift of a, pa a pastor. You've given me this gift of a teacher, a prophet, apostle. You've given me those gifts. Lord, I'm going to I'm going to be have use those gifts as a benefit to me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, yeah. no, and so it's so it's important. It's so yeah. vital that, you know, that we. We seize everything that God has mm -hmm. for us. And what's beautiful is that God is speaking through his men and women. He's speaking through mm -hmm. his pastors and his prophets. He, he truly is and through the leaders in the local church. And what I thank God for is that, you know, again, when the Lord said the third thing he was revealing this year was the quality of the houses of worship, because not every church is the same. You have some churches where you just get entertained. They don't even, you don't even bring your Bible because they never use it. Yeah. You know, and then you have some churches where... It's just all spirit, you know. Mm. There's no Bible. It's all, I mean, they, everybody's seeing visions and seeing demons and <laughs> spiritual warfare, but no Bible. And what I thank God for is for the local churches and those pastors that were preaching, thus saith the Lord, the Amen. word of God. Because like in our fellowship, we've seen our people do so well during a pandemic, receive multiple raises, mm -hmm. you know, um, promotions, all kinds of things. But it was because of the word that they received before. before. That's right. Amen. And I'm telling you, there are things coming that your prayers are not going to stop. 
Amen. It's Bible prophecy, but how it affects you is in your control. Amen. Amen. And you need the word of the Lord to be strong. Amen. And I would just want to say this really quick before we close. The quality of the local church that yes. you go to is more important than the size of the local church that you go to. Mm -hmm. Just last week, we were at one of our local churches that we passed. We um, have a church that we planted, and we were there. And the church is um, smaller than the, the church that we have here. And yet, you walked in, and you could still same. feel that same spirit. Mm -hmm. You could feel the, the um, you could just feel the, the expectancy of the people. You can feel the the love, the anointing in that house just as much as you could some big old mega church in a different city. Mm -hmm. You can feel that. And that's the most important thing is to find the local church that has the word of God. That's what you need. Amen. And then just protect your passion. Protect your passion for the house of God. Go with an expectation. Understand that you're not going there for anybody else. You're going there to be with your father. Amen. But you're going to find yourself surrounded by other men and women, amen, that are reaching for what you're reaching for with your life. Amen. God bless you. Thank you guys for being with us today. We look forward to being with you guys again on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.